All right, fellas, we're back. It's Thursday. Season's chugging along. Playoff push. Injured quarterbacks and a disgusting game. Uh, that's probably going to have me stressed out, the Patriots and the Steelers. Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky on a Thursday. This is what uh, the football gods had in mind when they came up with Thursday Night Football is this kind of a game where they find first one to seven or ten will probably win. Um, how are y'all doing? Oh, man. This game has so much implications for the AFC playoffs, too. And it's just going to be a, a dismal showing. Uh, I would ask people if they are what well i would ask them what did they do during this time did they actually watch this game or did they uh just wait it out and turned into tuned into charles barkley and shaq talking to Stephen a and all them they're doing a whole nba crossover so i'd be looking at the end season tournament <laughs> i might switch over to that planning on doing so because that's been pretty hype i mean the pacers just won and it, yeah. against the bucks like it was a tie game at half and they, they just pulled it off it was amazing so yeah, I'm pretty excited. Having a good time here. And the Steelers are wearing their alternate jerseys too. Like, oh, why? Why you got to make Mitch wear this? Like, ah, <laughs> uh, all right. I don't want to be this guy, but when are we going to start a discussion about Kenny Pickett? Um, I mean, oh, the the mitten man. Pretty yeah. I mean, he's injury prone. The, the man, the man has gotten hurt. I feel like every other week right now, and then yeah, he somehow miraculously gets back in, except for this past week. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen the plays that he's got hurt on. I don't know if it's his fault or if it's his line's fault. Like, this I week know. was kind of a freak play. The one this week was kind of weird. He like was tr- trying to score on like a run, and like someone like this week, basically someone like fell on his ankle. So was that... he? Was he at the goal line? Was he? Go- yeah, it was, like right near the goal line. And then Mitch didn't get the fourth and one because they ran a stupid play. And that's when it all went to hell. <laughs> well, to give you some hope, Kobe, there was there was a quarterback that did die for the goal line and tore their ACL and the backup came in and won the Super Bowl. That's true. I don't think Mitch can win the Super Bowl, but I appreciate your optimism. You know what? That's oh, yeah. oh, my God. It's literally the first play in. Are you? Oh, this game's over. Dude, I haven't even started yet. Come on, man. Give me one second. Got Give up. me one play. Give me one play. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in the live reaction right now. Oh, that all oh. the Ravens fans are just enjoying this one. <laughs> yeah, you got need in the face. Oof. A karate chop. That's rough. Yeah. Ah, uh, he's gonna be fine. He's he'll be back out there in like a couple plays, I bet. All right, he'll he'll just put some horse tranquilizer in his chest and he'll be fine. Um, but yeah. no, this game, um, yeah, this game you can skip, honestly, if any of you casual fans are out there, honestly. But for my other fellow betters out there, I did take under 30 and a half points. I did take no touchdowns to be in this game. No um, touchdowns at all. <laughs> actually, surprisingly, what was the odds on that? Oh, it was surprisingly was not high at all. Like they, they're counting on no touch. It's, it was only plus one thousand hundred. Like that. Any other game that's like plus like eight thousand, nine thousand. This is plus one thousand one hundred. That's sad. And also, they take any quarter to end scoreless. That's probably a mm. uh. <laughs> <laughs> but in case there was a touchdown, I have a feeling it's going to be a very sloppy one. So I did take Mike Kosicki first touchdown. Um, and then 
I was trying to find Derek Watts, um, but I don't know if Derek Watts on the Steelers anymore. <laughs> I couldn't find him. No, he doesn't. No, he's not. So I was going to take that to be that nasty first touchdown fullback, um, but couldn't find it. But yeah, well, here we are, boys. Um, just prime time football here. <laughs> prime time football. Probably not going to be as exciting as the last Thursday game oh, for sure. Yeah, I would say so. Um. Okay. <laughs> Before we move on, though, Colby, I would yeah. like to let's go back in the all the way to Week Five recap, where you pulled out the guy chart or something like that, the guy meter in Week oh, Five. Oh, the guy meter. Yeah. Yeah. So you it. had Kenny Pickett with Sam Howell. Who do you feel better about? I mean, neither really. Probably Sam Howell at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't feel great about either of them, to be honest. I would move them down to. Kenny Pickett, I mean, I'm at a probably not the guy on the guy meter at this point. Are you sure you want to say that? Because guess who's probably sitting at that spot right now? We're probably not. It's the follow-up question. Yeah, Jordan Love. Oh, Kenny Pickett. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, about that that, right now? that's flipped. Yeah, Jordan Love is – he's probably the guy pushing definitely the guy on the guy meter the, we, We'll get to them. They're like the very last game we'll get to, but – Christian, you gotta have some credit though. Would you like to come back? Would you like to rejoin the bandwagon? Because uh, we had after some bumps in the road, we're humming along at new record speeds on the Jordan Love bandwagon here. No, I'm not. I'm not hopping back on. Thank you. So bad, like like I cannot like forgive the man for how much he put us on a losing streak of picks because of him. (laughs) That was rough. T.J. Watt back in the game already, by the way. So there you go. I called that. (laughs) <laughs> the man um, he eats nails for breakfast oh my gosh but i did want to give you some credit though before i move oh, off of I, that you had cj stroud and the definitely a guy oh, and that was week five you saw that after week five and you were like hey <laughs> that, that, that's good that's a guy so yeah, there you go already like we said he's pushing top five quarterback maybe he's uh, that's bold that's still a bold take top five. There yet, but he's getting there christian thoughts top five cj stroud so you got remember Joe Flacco's playing football now. Yeah, Joe Flacco up there. Joe Flacco number one. <laughs> Flacco number one. Then you got Lamar. Then you got Patty. Got Jalen. And then you got honestly, dude. You got Dak up there right now. Like uh, yeah. I would take Stroud over Dak. Dak's having a great year, but I would rather have Stroud. No, I don't know. Something I don't know what's in Dak's back right He's now. But... Excellent. He might win the MVP. Dak, I, I, I don't know if I said on this show, but if he wins this week, he's the front runner for MVP because yeah, absolutely. They, I think they jumped the Eagles. So, what about Brock Purdy? Brock Can you believe that he's the front runner like, right now? We'll, we'll get to Brock Purdy. I'm tired of this hate that Brock Purdy's getting right now. This is I know Colby's love hate relationship gets out I of hand sometimes. Know what you're talking about? <laughs> okay, well we'll get to all of it. It's gonna be a fun oh. week. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a fun week, you say? Okay. okay. Wow. Well, Christian, there's one here. Uh, well, that's crazy. Um, they actually scored. Zappy's cooking. Patriots went right down the field. That's not a great sign. Um, but also, <laughs> the are, are the Steelers possibly <laughs> throwing this game for the benefit of, on behalf of the AFC, so that the Patriots don't get Kevin Williams? Make sure that uh, we don't get another great AFC quarterback. Maybe that's what I'm going with. Um, dude, there's no way you guys should lose this game. I don't know if you're a playoff team or more than seven points. Um, this is disastrous. Okay, 
he miss that? No. Almost did. Okay, quick recap of last week before we get into it. It was a rough week for me and a great week for both of you. About um, damn time. Christian, <laughs> as you were saying before, has officially passed me in first place on the year. Uh, he was 3-0, another 3-0 week. He had the Lions, Dolphins, Niners, cash, cash, cash. Uh, 3-0, another excellent week. Jalen, you had one of your a good, very good week, 2-1. Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, only the Chiefs let you down. Uh, the Chargers squeaked out a cover in that disgusting game against these very same Patriots. And I had just a disastrous 0-3 week. The Titans where it was looking so good for most of the day. Uh, lost a heartbreaker in overtime. Uh, the Browns, I don't know why I had so much faith in the Browns. That was wrong. Stafford cooked them up. And the Jags, I got to be honest, I don't feel bad about missing that one. I uh, did not see the Jake Browning renaissance and Trevor Lawrence going down happening so rough week for me on the year that brings us to Jalen still in third at 17 20 and one just slightly below 500 I'm now in second at 22 14 and three and Christian has jumped to the top at 24 and 15 by the way also actually and even better news three and one on the squad picks and the only one we missed was the Bucks just barely missed a cover they were five and a half point favorites and only one by three they had it. They had it. Yeah, should have covered. Good good week for us on the squad picks. Awesome. And I'm hearing if I get a 3-0 and week, I'm right back at 500. That's I, all I'm needing. That's absolutely. all I'm hearing. Have you had a 3-0 and week? I don't think I have. I don't <laughs> think I have one yet. <laughs> That's why I'm like when I get a 2-1 and week. I get high, I had a, I've had 0-3 weeks, though. Well, I think I've had the most 0-3 weeks. Um shouldn't be so ecstatic about that it, was but, my uh, first own three week all year this past week. That was my first own three week. Felt bad. Reality check for sure. It's I reality thought the Jags was like the safest pick of all time. I was like, even after Sunday, I was like, well, that was rough, but I'll at least get the Jags game. Did not see that one coming. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have one final take about the Steelers game before we go to the next one. Okay. This could be, because since I just saw this touchdown by Ezekiel Elliott finally on my screen, this uh, Rich Eisen was talking about it. This could be the Frank Gore game that the Jets had that where they missed out on Trevor Lawrence. This might be one of those games where the Patriots, they should lose, but they're going to play well with Ezekiel Elliott popping off like Frank Gore did for one week. Everyone was happy and ecstatic, but it was a game they definitely couldn't do because guess what? They ended up drafting Zach Wilson instead of Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> So yeah. that, that is that this is one of those games where if the Steelers do actually lose, it does reinforce your take, Colby. Uh, maybe it just helps out for the NFC. I, I mean, get the QBs over to the NFC. But uh, yeah, now I just wanted to just wanted to share that because I just had a eureka moment. You know, since my stream's like ten minutes behind you guys. Depending on how long there, uh, Kenny's out. It's not a question for Mike Tomlin losing season. Just saying. <laughs> That's true. Ooh, that's, a, that's a talk game, we haven't had in a while. No such thing as a safe win. Um, this is this is this is a Steelers lose game though. Like I, I, it's almost the last one. Every <laughs> it's the last one. It's every single time. Like you're supposed I like to how win. He knows it. I love how Colby knows it too. That this is the last one. <laughs> I'm not convinced they're going to beat Jake Browning a second time. The way things are going. Yes, the, yeah, Steelers fans are walking in. They're like, oh yeah, we can we can get Jake Browning. <laughs> They beat him the first time, but man, after what he did Monday, who knows? Okay, Mitch. You get zappied. Okay. <laughs> wheels. All right. First game. Sorry, everyone. All right. Yeah. 
let's get into the slate and we'll go right into a good one. First one here I see on FanDuel. Christian's team, the AFC's best hope at this moment in time to dethrone the reigning Chiefs dynasty. Ravens at home against the Rams. Ravens are seven and a half point favorites. Christian, how you want to do this? You want us to go first or you would, would you like to go? I'll go first. Um, John Harbaugh after a bye. I'm pretty sure he's only lost once. Give me Baltimore minus seven and a half. Um, I, I think our defense is going to be a rainy game. My, that's my worry. That is just my one worry. It's going to be a rainy game and it'll probably give me Colts vibes. Um, but other than that, teams coming off the vibe, all good vibes. We just got to stay healthy and keep the momentum going and We'll head into the playoffs with honestly, like I have with confidence of like, oh God, like we can actually like in a prime position to take on everyone and make a run at it. So exciting times. Um, and it's also an OBJ revenge game. Give me OBJ. Oh, and- that's right. Yes, he's the captain. He they listed him as a captain for this game. Right, so. Even Baltimore just changes their captains every single week. We're not a ones that have set captains, so it'll be cool for this. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, lockdown OBJ anytime. Do things differently over there, man. They, I love it. Um, all right, I'll go ahead and take this one uh, because surprisingly, I'm not taking the Rams as an underdog here. I usually like to take them there as an underdog, but I do like the Ravens off a of bye. And personally speaking, like you said, Colby. I think they need to prove themselves as an AFC front runner. And they have not been talked about as much as any of these AFC, like other AFC teams. I like it that way. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> and well, I know thing, you like it that way. Thing, Everyone. Well, the thing is, the, there's also, I'll just add to that quickly. I mean, I don't know if, like, if you've seen the playoff picture, or like, but as of right now, like, it's like almost all backups, quarterbacks at this point. Yeah. Oh, Mitch. Oh, God. Lord, this is going to be, I told you before, I wanted Mitch. <laughs> I would rather have Mason out there. Oh, it might be coming back though. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, Jalen. Finish with the thought. <laughs> no, I just love it that we got a primetime Steelers game on here. It's supposed to be already gross and you're just reacting to it. <laughs> um, I love it. But anyways, I, I'm right there with you, Christian. I expect them to do well with defensively, but also just another week for Lamar to mold off be with the offense again. So all right, um, I'll go quick because I agree with everything, most of pretty much everything y'all said. Oh, yeah, lock that in for a squad right, right off the bat. Just my last point, I'll add to it. It's also Lamar against the NFC, so I'm just I feel like I'm just gonna take the Ravens every single time they're playing an <laughs> NFC. I'm with Lamar Jackson just because that's how it goes. Um, so yeah, I love the Ravens here as well. Um, I will say I want to pose this to Christian just quickly before we move on on the Rams. Um, I said on Tuesday, I think uh. Sean McVay, what he's done this year, I say, I think this might be his best coaching job. Like the fact that they might be, they could very well be in the playoffs with this, which while they have top end tap, some high end talent at the top, a really just a not deep, a depleted roster that's rebuilding. I think he might be the best coach. He does. I think it's to me, he's it's him and Andy Reid right up there at the top, uh, because what he's done this year has just been very impressive. This team should be bad. They have a bad roster, and yet they might be in the playoffs. So. Yeah, this team should be bad, and Sean's done a pretty standard job. Um, and shout out Jamie for getting the college Sean McVay today. Um, but I saw that a great hire. Yes, I love the great hire. Great hair, great hair. Um, but <laughs> also one precaution one I did want to put out there is December. It is that time of the year where people get sick, and um, as history tends to repeat itself, Lamar has the worst immune system on our <laughs> field, and like. 
I don't know if he needs to take his Flintstone gummies. Like, <laughs> he didn't practice today because he was sick. I'm like, dude, no. like, he gets it every year. He's that, That's he's, a Claritin. He's that one kid back in elementary school where you, like, <laughs> always, every single time got sick. Yep, that guy. Yeah, I Dude, it's, it's that Florida man in him. I mean, going up to Baltimore, dealing with okay. the Baltimore cold. She's not used to it. Not used to it. Okay. That's funny, though. Funny take. I love that. All right. There we go. Now on to just a rancid stretch of games here. Where else to go But after that but the worst division in, in football? It's the <laughs> NFC South special. Panthers at Saints. Saints are five-and-a-half-point favorites after a game where they actually, like, hung around with Detroit. Um, the game was – I thought they were going to get rocked how it started. They managed to score a lot of points, which we'll talk Detroit later. I mean, the Panthers, they didn't get a coach-fired bump, even though they did cover uh, against Tampa. But, I mean, this is just a disgusting game. I'll take the Saints here just because the Panthers are just all-time bad. And I feel like the Saints have been kind of free-falling and – they should get this one. Um, so I'll take Saints minus five and a half, but I mean, it's the NFC South, so you never know what's going to happen. Oh, man. I think I'm not even going to hesitate on this one either. I'm going to take the Saints here. I know what I'm getting. They're saying that they're getting feeling less involved, trying to get other guys going in the Panthers offense. Go ahead and do what you got to do to just get this season over with. So give me the Saints uh, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. Um, do we know who's is Jameson? Uh, I Honestly, I'd expect big plays out of Taysom Hill. That's the main question. Is, is Taysom Hill playing? That's the main question we should be asking. Yeah, let me see. I'll check on that, but I'm pretty sure. Sh- I think it'll probably be Jameis, I would imagine. I don't care. Give me Saints minus five and a half. <laughs> I'm not touching this Panthers team at all. Nope, I don't care. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty straightforward. All right, two squad rides right off the bat. Um, hopefully we'll get some uh we'll get some division here on some of these. But we did well last week. So all right. Jalen's guy, who I gave flowers to on Tuesday, Gardner Minshew and the somehow seven and five Colts in Cincinnati against Jake Browning coming off his proudest moment. Uh weird, weird vibes in this game. This is a weird line. The Bengals are one and a half point favorites which seems crazy to me i think it's asking a lot for jake browning to replicate what he just did um i like the colts here i've been wrong about dead wrong on the colts this year i thought they were gonna be awful they might be in the playoffs um shane steich has been terrific as his first year coach um this is a weird line i feel like the colts should be favored here so that's the only thing that gives me some pause uh but i'll still take the colts plus the point and a half no, 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 this can't be happening. Can this can't through. be happening. No, 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 no. I'm oh, checking okay. the numbers. I'm checking the numbers. Christian, go. You have to go, Christian. I'm, I'm checking the numbers. So, yeah, I mean, James Stark and honestly might have um, Coach of the Year nominee right here. Um, oh, like, that's another one that has done a phenomenal job. Like, this, this team should have been the dumps. And they're at the seventh spot now, or did someone overtake it? I think that might be the sixth. It's they're that. The, and yeah, they have the same record. So, praise to them, man. Um, but first, before I go into the Colts, let's start a dialogue with the Bengals here. 
Jake Browning is thriving in a system that a certain quarterback had play. Is is Joe Burrow a system quarterback? Um, <laughs> Come on. I think I think my suspicions are, are are leading towards that way that anyone that can plug and play in that honestly, you can put an undrafted QB in that team and just throw it up to Jamar Chase and T uh-huh. Higgins. Why? Because you have the weapons around Did you. He- You're not good, buddy. Um, so my my conclusion is Joe Burrow is a system. Uh-huh. Oh. That is the definition of an overreaction. Did you see how Browning looked the week before the first game he started against no, Pittsburgh? We're not talking about the week before. We're talking about the it was week. awful. <laughs> Give me a break. Jake, Jake Browning has arrived. Joe Burrow, pack your bags, buddy, and learn Chinese. You're getting chipped off overseas. Okay. All right. Jalen, go. <laughs> Give me a uh, Christian. No. No. I'm not. I'm not. You're not going to make me take him. You're not going to make me take him. I was about to give you great, great evidence for you to take them. All right, guys. Everyone, Colby mentioned it, and it made me check the numbers. He's only gotten three Colts games correct this entire season. Three. I have checked the numbers. I looked at the underlined and highlighted games. This man had only gotten three correct. One of them was his Titans game. I do remember that one. I even had a circle on it. You did get your infamous Titans recognition there. But... (laughs) Christian, knowing this num- knowing this logic, does that sway taking, your concern? I'm not taking Jake Browning. I'm not taking Jake Browning. <laughs> good, I'll, good. I'll stick to the guns here with the calls. You're sticking to the guns? Good. Because that's what America would do. They would stick to their guns. They'll let the eagles fly. They'll let the flags go high. And God damn it, they'll let Gardner Minshew play some football on that damn field. He's going to go out there. There's a reason why this spread is only one and a half. God damn it, folks. Give me Gardner Minshew. Got to win this goddamn game. Stay in the playoffs. Second year under Shane Steichen. This is Gardner's team, baby. Gardner's team. Let's ride. Three straight squad picks. Great. Yeah, this is not the start I was expecting. Maybe we'll be here, but I I don't know. On to the next one. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, Jags at Browns in a game between two playoff teams that is more than likely going to be C.J. Beathard against Joe Flacco. Um, just, it's just ridiculous. The Browns are three-point favorites at home. I mean, I, I think there was some – a DTR could come back, but I'm assuming it's going to be Flacco again. Beathard for, is going to be in there for Jacksonville. I'm assuming. I mean, good hell. This would have been an excellent game to watch if the teams had healthy quarterbacks. Because they don't, I'm taking the Browns easily. Because they've oh. been easily because they've been playing with garbage quarterbacks all year versus the Jags who have only been doing it for one week. Um plus the Browns defense just got kind of embarrassed. Their league best defense after Stafford and Puka and company cooked them up last week. Uh so I'll, I'll t- I love Cleveland here, even though they let me down big time last week. Yeah, this is a tough one here, folks. Um, only reason why I'm going to step to the plate on this is because I heard the news that Trevor Lawrence listed as questionable now. Dude has like adamantium really? healing or something. Oh, none of that. Yeah, he, he, he's coming. It's only a one week injury now. They're saying so. It's crazy. Like he might be out or he could play. It's a fifty fifty toss up. But personally, uh, after what you said. I'm going to take the Browns as well, actually. Going to go with my ankle-biting Browns. I think this is a great game for them to stay relevant, pissing off all those AFC teams in the playoffs. 
and the Jags is one of them. Jags lose this game, and we're going to talk about the fun team later who most likely will win their game. AFC South is up for grabs in a way that we did not expect. So, absolutely, yeah, give me the Browns. Give me my ankle-biting Browns. Sucks. Um, <laughs> well, Flacco did have a nice spin on it. I can't say that. Yeah, he I mean, was, I mean, yeah I mean, for a guy who's just at chilling at the crib last week, he was very good. For, for a guy that just ordered Pizza Hut <laughs> to his house and just sitting watching Sunday night football and get off the couch and get play some, he was he was putting some spin on it, man. He had the spiral. We had a nice Flacco punt, arm punt. That was a nice one to see. I was like, ah, I remember those ones. Classic, yeah. Good old classic right there. Yeah, good, good thing in Flacco. Um, <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me Flacco minus th- minus three. I, like, oh, for a record here, nothing but agreements. Um, I I just can't. I just can't after seeing. The Jags play with CG Bounter. I just don't have that trust as much as what I have with Flacco, what he looked like last week. And the Cleveland defense as well is still balling out. Yeah. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is the CJ Bounter thing. If Trevor plays, then they got a shot. But yeah. um, I, I I personally wouldn't play Trevor. Like at this you you like ankle sprain, like that's no joke. You can't you can't be playing around that. Especially against the Browns defense. Yeah. Especially against the Browns defense, I agree. Just let them take a chance that it's it's Flacco. Like, let take the chance. They lose that game, dude. That's an elite quarterback. They seen the signs, Christian. They seen the signs. The signs. Okay. I mean, Flacco gave the Rams a good game last week, didn't he? I was about to say, like, he gave them a yeah. decent shot. It was. I wouldn't say he was the reason they lost. They're, yeah. Stafford cooked them up, so that was why they lost. Um. Okay. We got four minutes on this meeting, but we'll at least start the next game. The other NFC South, much more important. Tampa Bay on the road against the division-leading Desmond Ritter Atlanta Falcons, who are somehow or six and six and in first place. The Bucks five and seven after snapping their skid. The Falcons are two and a half point favorites. Falcons beat them the first time this year already in Tampa. I mean, this is just – I mean, who knows here, but I like the Bucks. Give me Baker getting the points, better quarterback on the road. I think – I just – I mean, I just – I don't know with Atlanta. Atlanta is just – you never know what's going to happen, and but you know it's going to be gross uh, and weird. So I'll take it two and a half with, the, with Tampa. Baker's having a good year. Um, he can at least, I think, sling it around enough to score some points and sneak one out a win, get some bounce back, get some get back. Oh, I'm just just frustrated. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll start letting you all go first on the rest of these. We're, we're just heading down this dark road right now. Um, yeah, you know, I, I wrote my name down initially. <laughs> to the Bucks, so mostly because I'm confident in this Baker wave to hopefully get this team to the playoffs through the gross path that is the NFC South. Um, and this is a big game for them to do it. Plus two and a half points. Give me the Bucks. God damn it. <laughs> All right, two minutes drill, Christian, and then we'll finish finish this game out. You got to come up with something, Christian. Got go for five straight. Um... Come up with something. Come on. No, he won't. I will stop it here. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
give me the Falcons minus two and a half. Um, even I wasn't I wasn't leaning Bucks, even though shout out the boy Mike Evans, future Hall of Famer, might be the future most underrated Hall of Famer. Like the oh, like the guy has got a thousand yard seasons with several different quarterbacks: Jameis Winston, Blaine Gabbert, um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Tom Brady, obviously go. Um, who else did? Who else was a Josh McCown? Josh McCown. Yeah. Josh McCown. Oh my god! Like, like unbelievable! Like, it's so like he doesn't get talked enough, and like he's so electric, and he's like it's awesome. So shout out Mike Evans. Um, but I think I think with being at Atlanta, I think they're gonna finally find a groove here. Um, because they have been lately, even though last week was not really pretty. Um, but give me, give me the Falcons minus two and a half here. I think I think they pull it out. Right, I like that. All right, next game. Uh, two, three more. No, two more one o'clock games. Another division matchup. Lions at the Bears. This game was a weirdly close game last time. The Bears had the lead and blew it. Lions a three-point favorite in Chicago. Bears have actually been like a little bit more scrappy lately. Um, they have been playing better. And the Lions, their back end of their defense has just kind of come unraveled, like we talked about Tuesday, Jalen. Gives me some pause, but I'm still um, riding with Detroit here, minus the three. They're just they're just better. I think they they need every win they can get because they're vying for seeding uh, with the other top dogs in the NFC. Um, and you don't want to have to play Jordan Love in the first round again. So give me give me the Lions minus three on the road. As much as uh, as much as you have always, I guess you say held confidence in your Packers take, and I think the wow. Lions see them approaching as well. Over there, excuse me. I think the Lions see them approaching as well. But I'm gonna go with uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna take the Bears here. I think I'm gonna take them the cover, not to win, but I think I'm gonna take them the cover. They've been a little feisty. They've been fighting all. They've been getting at a lot of these games. They're coming off the bye week as well. Um, not to mention. Not to mention the fact that you just mentioned that the Detroit defense is struggling. I mean, for God's sakes, you let the goddamn Saints back in the game. That is just you can you cannot be letting this happen. Getting Taysom Hill all the recognition like always, but Justin Fields he is a lot more versatile. So I expect the I expect the Bears to at least make this a little bit interesting. So give me the Bears. All right. The the game that they played earlier was very weird. Like the Bears are up like what two scores on them heading into like the last five minutes. And, and the Lions stormed back. <laughs> on dramatic fashion, on the old Lions fashion. Um, but I'm gonna say wait with Jalen. Give me the Bears to cover, but I don't think they win. Um Okay. I think, I think it'll be another close fist fight here. And as you said, Colby, the Bears have been kind of scrappy. They've been kind of scrappy lately. So maybe they find their mojo after a bye week. Um, and you just can't let the Saints come back to you and like almost beat you. Like that would have been tr- awful. I'm just awful to look back at. Um, so yeah, give me Bears plus three. Oh yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, I, y'all, I'm the only one on the Lions, but I'm glad we've gotten off the squad picks a little bit. Okay, last one o'clock game. Suspicious line. I guess not that suspicious. A little suspicious to me. Texas <laughs> at the Jets. C.J. Stroud facing a reluctant Zach Wilson. Who <laughs> was called in and did not want to be called in to work, but they're throwing him out there anyway. Uh, the Texans are three and a half point favorites on the road. I honestly feel like it should be more. So give me the Texans. They're just this is just 
I mean, this is night and day quarterbacks. Like this is the Texans are just better. Losing Tank Dell hurt, obviously. Um, but the Jets are just in a free fall. It's all coming unraveled at the seams. Uh, so give me give me the uh the Texans minus the three and a half on the road. Oh man. Um this one took me a little consideration just because the Jets defense, but I mean, besides all the facts about Zach Wilson starting that up, I think that was uh I'm on the side of Aaron Rodgers. That that report was just uh that was a hate report, I feel like. You can't you don't have to say that about the man. I mean, for God's sakes, he was sitting on the sideline. I don't blame him. I, I wouldn't want to go out there either if I was him. I hated that report. When that report came out, I'm like, dude, this is this is not a great this is ugly. I was like, that's just the like no one wants to see that, not even about themselves. So yeah, I, I I'm on I'm on the guy's side right now. I'm on Zach Wilson's side. I don't think he's winning this game. Um Will he cover though? That's the question. Will he cover though? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm going to go ahead and keep this with the Texans. Um, CJ Stroud just spreads the ball out, man. That's simple as that. Not, even though they lost Tank Dell, he just spreads it. So, yeah, they got a challenge mountain ahead of them for the Jets. And they would not have been thinking that. Also, like, if you look at that moment where he's chilling with Aaron Rodgers, I guarantee you, and I was thinking this too, but someone said it they were like it's not your fault it's like they're just as they're way worse without you like see it's not your fault type deal i don't know when that camera pan was but that was what i thought and i'm interpreting it the same way i think it's like that like it's not the kids fault dude this team stinks and if rogers went out there i think they would just still be they'll be a little bit more easy to watch but it would still be struggling so yeah give me uh give me the texans yeah as colby said this line is a little fishy what does Vegas know? Um, I understand the Jets' defense, but the Jets' defense does tend to give up at points once they know, like, there's no point. Offense is not moving the ball type of persona, as we can see prime time with well, the Dolphins game. Like, they just didn't want to tackle, like, that entire fourth quarter. Like, it just gets on it. So they just, they just stop with that. Zach Wilson... I think it's reaching the territory for me where how I felt about Baker, where I just felt bad, like it's not his fault. I don't think it's Zach's fault. Like I think Zach gets the brunt of it because it's the media, the New York media is also one of the worst markets to be in. Um, they will repeat assurance no matter what if you don't do anything to the slightest of good. Um, he's, I mean, the line, like he's running for his life this entire time, dude. Like he does not have any time to throw. So, I don't know if Zach's going to be in the roster next year, and that's also, like, I don't know. Man, like, I feel bad for the kid. I think I think he does have enough talent to not be starter, but to at least be a decent backup and actually have pretty good talent-wise. But I just don't know if this is, like, hurting his stock. But, yeah, give me give me the Texans spread here. I, I just think he'll get to a point where the Jets' defense gives up again. All right, that's the squad rides, Texans minus three and a half. Oh, yeah, I'm with you, Christian. I also feel bad for Zach Wilson. He was never put in a good position to succeed from the get-go. Um, now, he's obviously also bad, but... <laughs> but he's, he's not He's not to the extreme of what the media has been trying yeah. to ask. And he's clearly better than Tim Boyle, so <laughs> he, he should have never been benched for Tim Boyle. <laughs> um, okay, four o'clock slate. Some interesting games yeah pretty pretty decent four o'clock slate actually 
Seahawks at Niners Thanksgiving rematch. Weird the how they schedule games like this twice in three weeks. I'll never understand that. Um, Niners ten and a half point favorites who are just rolling after they thumped the Eagles. Um, Jalen, you can go first. I'll go last for the rest of these since I always go first. Oh, change of perspective. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and say Seattle for this one. Um, mostly because they put up a good game against Dallas. They got some extra rest. And it's a very big spread. <laughs> it's a very big line. So for 49ers, yes, they are activating on all four cylinders, man. But Seattle's doing their best to keep up with teams. I don't think they're going to win this game again. But I do think they'll keep it within 10 and a half. All right, Christian. You know me. I like my big spreads. <laughs> Give me the Niners minus 10 and a half. Like, I think it's going to be another Twompin. It's at San Fran. The Niners are hot. And now let's get to discussion about Brock Purdy. Okay. The media is, it, it, it minds blows me, like, them trying to process that Brock Purdy He's a smart QB. Like he he's here to manage a game. What kind of quarterback is not supposed to do that? Of course he has talent, but what do you want him to do? Be like, ah, uh, I don't know, guys. Sit on the bench for you know a couple plays so that I can go get some seven three wide receiver and I can throw him to show to everyone <laughs> a seven round wide receiver. What do you want the man to do? The man has the talent, he's gonna use it for a reason. But Brock's also, like, he's not making mistakes. Like, he's throwing these p- balls in these correct positions to make these great plays. And he's getting out the pocket when he needs to be, and he's not throwing any picks. Like, he's you're, he's doing everything that you can ask for it. So I think all this dis- disrespect to Purdy should not be warranted. Like, just because he's a seventh-round QBU and you still don't have the trust factor to it, the dude is balling out. If Trey Lance, the third overall pick, could have not done this, there that is saying something. Like, I don't know what else more to say about this. Like, Purdy gets so much disrespect; it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that for the most part. Um, he, yeah, he obviously has a super team and this great all co- play calling everything, which helps him. But like Jimmy G never looked like this in this offense. Oh, like, here we go. He's he's much better than Jimmy G, so. Okay. Ooh, I mean, that was a good turn. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think I think Purdy is uh, now. Listen, I don't think he should be the MVP because of the super team he has around him. But he's he's been a very good quarterback. I think he's probably like if if you're ranking quarterbacks, it's tough to rank him because of how stacked their team is and the system and everything. But he's probably like I mean he's hovering probably like I'd have to put him like little outside the top 10 but he's definitely in the top half like he's been excellent you said you're right he doesn't make mistakes he moves pretty well um and he does he's the perfect qb for that he does everything they want him to do so yeah he's i'm with you on that he's been excellent that's i'm happy to happy to see it i mean i just i can't believe how good he is in the nfl um and then uh i'm also with you on the niners they're just rolling right now i think seattle that dallas game kind of felt like their chance to steal one and kind of saved their season heartbreaking loss they were Gino was great in that game which props to him because he's really been kind of struggling the last few weeks he was excellent but um I, I the Niners have been rolling I think they 10 halves a lot but I'll still swallow it anyway they're just thinking juggernaut all right <sighs> a fun one for the next game Jalen a little bit of a, a little bit of an interesting game for you 
because it's your beloved Vikings against the Raiders, the team oh, that yeah. you have had a weird affinity for this year for some reason. Oh, yeah. And have been right a few times, not that often, but a couple times. Um. Oh, my God, Mitch. Give me a commercial break. Give it a second. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> in there right now. Golly. A commercial okay. break. Give me a break. <laughs> the Raiders are th- – or the Vikings, rather, are three-point favorites in Vegas. Interesting game here. Josh Dobbs v. Aiden O'Connell. Vikings off a bye after that Monday night stinker. Uh, how do you want to do this, Jalen? You want us to go first, or you want to go first? Uh, man, I would like to go first. Okay, go ahead. Uh, actually, it's been a while. It's been a while. Let me set my drinks down. It's been a while since uh since i had to talk about my vikings i actually had a nice week to decompress you know yeah i had a nice time to decompress after the disappointing two weeks that they produced against the broncos and the bears um so i expect a lot coming out of this game vegas honestly surprised me when they said that we're favored for this one at vegas too which means I, I'm expecting a big game, especially out of Josh Dobbs, since he has been confirmed the remaining starter for the time being, uh, which means he's got his reps in during the bye week. I expect. I expect. So, and most importantly, it's Justin Jefferson coming back. I mean, Josh Dobbs, for God's sakes, dude. Kirk Cousins knew the knew the bill. Throw the fuck, just throw the ball to Jefferson. All right, Nick, don't get him hurt. That's the other thing. Don't get them hurt. That's two things. All right. Sorry. Two things. All right. When it comes to throwing the football to Jefferson, throw it to him a lot and don't get him hurt. You will be all right. So give me my Vikings. I love our defense. I don't even have to complain about them like I did last season where I was losing my mind over us doing zone defense all the time. Now we're blitzing all the time. I talked it over with everybody. I'm like, dude. I'm like, would you rather sit back all the time or would you at least like to attack half the time? And he's like, yeah, sitting back all the time sounds awful. It is. <laughs> and it was. So give me my Vikings. I love the defense. And I, I have a little bit of faith with Josh Dobbs in a bye week with him. Ooh, an interception thrown to pe- – oh, man, and Mitch. Alex Highsmith got hurt also. TJ Watt's already out. This is just going from bad to worse. Um, so, uh, yeah, Tomlin against bad teams. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster. It's well, are you going to be a part of that fire Mike Tomlin talk? Dude, like, I'm, uh, you're a other toxic Steeler fan. Honestly, I'm getting back there. Years like several years prior to like the Mason Rudolph Duck Hodges year, I was on that wave big time towards the end of the Big Ben era. Then he really impressed me the kind of couple years after that with how he strung together. And I've been, all right, I appreciate him more. And this last, this season, man, has taken it out of me. If they go nine and eight again and just miss the playoffs, like I'm on the kind of like, see if you can trade him. Cause someone would, uh, someone would definitely give a pick for him. But yeah, if they lose this game, I mean, this is, this is just unraveling. Um, I love your Vikings here as well. I'm not a Raiders, not a Raiders believer. Shout out Aiden O'Connell, but I just don't. I just think the Vikings ultimately have a much more talented, have an overall roster and a better coach. Um, so Raiders obviously on an interim coach and probably a better quarterback. I I guess we don't know that for sure. But Dobbs, I think it's ridiculous that they would bench Josh Dobbs after one bad game, considering he's been very good most of the year. I guess two not great games, but one awful game. Um, 
I love the <laughs> I love the Vikings in this spot. I don't trust Vegas whatsoever. Uh, still not a Raiders believer, so I, I like Minnesota here, and they need it. They need it badly. They're off a bye. Big coaching advantage, like you mentioned, Justin Jefferson finally back. Slam, I'm slamming the Vikings here minus three. I love the Vikings in this spot right now. <laughs> prime bounce back game and. They're due. They're due for a win. <laughs> so give me the Vikings right here. Like, like I like like Colby. Christian, saying. that couldn't have been a bigger foreshadow. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Colby will say, Josh Dobbs obviously like he hasn't been playing the best, but like the he hasn't been playing like awful to the extent of needing a bench. Who are you gonna bench him for? What's who's your backup? Bench? You wanted to ask that question. You wanted to ask me that Aaron question. Hall. Oh, it's not Jaron Hall, Colby. Oh. Wrong answer. Who is it? Guess who it is? I'm smiling ear to oh, ear. Come no. on, guys. Mullins. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no <laughs> not put Nick Mullins out there. Um, also, Brooke Pryor just tweeted that there is an audible uh, Mason Rudolph chant in Pittsburgh right now. They're chanting for Rudolph. So <laughs> that's how you know it's bad and getting worse. Um, and they should be offering up their uh, their their ankles or something like that. I don't know. Okay, a lot of whatever sports. the injury is. We keep adding it to them. This is this is a disaster. It's a good thing, you know what? Uh, yeah. Um. All right, the two big games of the week back to back here. Final four o'clock game: Bills Chiefs. Desperate Bills Chiefs coming off of a game where uh, Travis Kelsey may have lost Taylor's heart to Jordan Love. Um. The the Chiefs are one and a half point favorites in Kansas City. Um, y'all can go first. I've been kind of going back and forth on this one. Christian. You uh, know, yeah, you, okay, cool. You no, you got to go ahead, Christian. I've been going back and forth on this one, too, because, I mean, the Bills, they, they're trying. They're trying. And then there's the Chiefs who just – they just seem lost right now. Something is off with them. Kelsey obviously has not been playing up to the caliber as we, we kind of know as Kelsey. I don't know if it's a lingering issue or some sort of injury or some sort, but he just hasn't been able to look the same in a sense. It's at Casey. Casey does have Buffalo's number typically. Or did they lose? Couldn't remember. Did they lose with Buffalo coming in town last year? Uh, they did. They did. Yeah, they lost the regular season game. Yep. Oh, so not necessarily been a number then. The line's so small. The Chiefs can't afford loss. I think I'm gonna have to go with that. The Chiefs are gonna minus one and a half. They cannot afford to lose this game because if you lose this, Dolphin hypothetically the Dolphins or in Baltimore both win. That's now a two game advantage that they have on both Chiefs. Like, it's going to be interesting to see Patty Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. Never seen it before. <laughs> the Buffalo, wild. He's never played a road playoff game. Buffalo downward spiral continues. If you looked at the news today, um, not sure if you guys saw what was reported out of Buffalo. Yeah, I saw it. Wild. Coach McDermott using a 9-11 reference to – kind of talk about teamwork 
Yeah, and not not even, like, not even like a re- even worse than you think because it's not even talking about like how the country came together after nine yeah. eleven. He's talking about the hijackers. He said they need to use teamwork like the hijackers. That is yeah. It's, it's, it's not it's not an onion report. I promise you right now. Like all chef, in there, I, I put it in our group chat. I put it in our group chat. If you want to take a look and read at it, wild. it is wild. Like how do you even like? Trying to find my Bo Nix take in the chat, but I'll go find that too next. How, how does that process as a, a comparison? <laughs> I, I could never imagine that in a serious situation of trying to. <laughs> so, yeah, give me the give me the Chiefs. The, the Bills are spiraling again now. It is wild, man. I was. I was actually looking forward to picking the Bills potentially. Um, gee whiz, that is some wild stuff to hear. I'm still going with them though. I think they're in desperate mode here. Same thing with the Chiefs, kind of, sorta. I mean, their division's actually a lot grosser. We'll t- we'll talk about the their other the AFC West Challenge game here soon. But uh, give me the give me the Bills. Uh, it's going to be a close cover here. It's going to be a close game, but I'm going to go with the Bills for a win. I think they need it. They need it to stay alive because if they lose, good golly, all things are going to fall apart there. It's going to be – it's not going to be great. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be – it's going to be – I don't know. I, I Honestly, if I were to tell you right now, I think the Bills are going to be looking for a new coach probably after this game, depending on how badly they could lose, but I don't think they will. I think they got the better receiving core – Josh Allen did play a good game of football against the Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Bills here. I'm with you, Jalen. I, in spite of the article, in spite of everything, I also like the Bills just because, like I said, I go back and forth, but just because they're desperate, um, uh, they're desperate, they're off a bye. The Chiefs, while the Chiefs do need it as far as the one seed and everything, the Bills are literally dead if they lose. Um so and they have had some regular season success against the Chiefs. Um, I, I like Josh Allen to have a bounce back game here. Uh, right, it's not really like it was his fault they lost the last time anyway. But I think he'll have a good game. Uh, and, and pull um can, he can pull the upset here. I'll take him plus the point and a half. But I go I go back and forth, so I don't feel super strong about it. Okay, last four o'clock game, and we'll get into the prime times. Speaking Wait, have we done the Broncos game? Yeah, that's why I said last four o'clock. I skipped oh. that. I've come back to it. Broncos at the Chargers. Another game with a very, very suspicious line. I don't get this line at all. Chargers are two and a half point favorites The uh, against Denver. In what's like you have to say with every Chargers home game, it's a home game for the other team. Um. I don't understand this line at all. I'll just go quickly because this is almost makes me feel like it's a trap, but like Denver's better. How, how are they underdogs in this game? Did anyone watch the chargers last week? Like it's just, it's just ridiculous. Give me slam Denver plus the two and a half. I, this line is odd. Yeah. Um, the reason why this line is odd Colby is because I think people think in Vegas, that Russ has returned back to his old ways. I mean, you said it on Tuesday when we were covering this game. He was throwing the ball. He was starting to get a little loose with his turnovers again. And that was a more of a big spot game. 
you know, the Texans, we had them both tied in in 10 for our power rankings. Um, And it was a big game because they were both, you know, playoff implication game. And so is this one. I mean, like you were saying, this was a big game for them. Do they show up in this spot? Both of these teams have to. I've already said it on my Tuesday take that the Chargers are on red alert offensively. And the Broncos, they have, they're off. They're all right. Honestly, they say their defense is clicking and stuff. We just saw CJ Stroud slice them up, though. So I'm going to take the Chargers here. Again, I got to stick. If I switch one AFC West Kool-Aid, I'm going to switch it out for another one. I dropped the dark purple. That was the Raiders. I'm going to say they're dark purple because sometimes the grape can turn out a little blackish. Um, and I switched it out for uh, for that blue raspberry, baby. You got to give me some blue raspberry. So give me the Chargers. Wow. All right, Christian, break the tie. Give me Vegas here. I'm going to lean Chargers. I'm The line, I think, should be the other way around still. But Vegas knows something. So I'll side with them on this one. Uh, Chargers minus two and a half, but it's a. I don't know. I don't know. This like you you put up six points against the Patriots, six points. That's red alert, dude. I mean, the Steelers are making it look pretty challenging to do. Honestly, they they might only put up three. Might have been a lighthouse. I don't know, but might be the lighthouse. Also, they do say that there's some voodoo magic that happens, they say, on the intercom sets on the Patriots fields. You're going to have to ask Matt what's going on with that. Do they actually uh, mess with the mics or something on the on the Gillette, over there at Gillette? But, uh, yeah, it's a tough environment to play in. And they still came out with a win and against Belichick. It's true. Okay. Um, you know what? Maybe i got to stop letting Vegas uh, trick me into these. Maybe I should have gone to Chargers too, but I'm glad we don't have a squad right on the Chargers. All right, primetime games. Weird week where we have two Monday night games for some reason. Not really sure why, but whatever, go off, I guess. But first, the game of the week, easily. Sunday night football, Eagles-Cowboys in Dallas, the rematch. Cowboys three-and-a-half-point favorites. By far the best game of the week. Jalen, you can go first. All right. Look, I know I've said the Eagles are the same product that you get every single week and that you get the same thing every week and you're going to get the same results. Well, turns out they got their teeth kicked in last week, for those of you who don't know. Um, And it was against a 49ers team that was ready to pay that ass some dividends. Um. I'm thinking the same thing here with Dallas. I really am. I think they're ready to pay them back all like they did last season. I mean, last time it was Gardner Minshew throwing into the fray. And granted, my boy Gardner almost won that game. But in this game, you even have media people saying, like, scary things like, Jalen Hurts should probably just sit out this game if he's a little banged up. I don't like that. I'm sitting here like, nah, man, this is a big game. You just got your teeth kicked in. Both these teams are ready to play some ball, especially the Eagles. Give me the Cowboys. I'll take their points three and a half. It's it's a lot for this game. Three and a half is a lot for this game. I, I would be much more comfortable with one and a half, maybe even two, as Hunter Henry enters the tent on my screen, on my stream. But uh yeah. 
give me the Cowboys. Um, I think they can beat that. I think this time around they'll be able to stop that bland Eagles offense. Or I should say predictable. I should say predictable Eagles offense. I also love Dallas here. Um, they God. got him in Philly. Well, it's okay. We cooled off from the squad picks a bit. They almost got him in Philly. Um, they are playing really well. We talked about Dak already, how terrific he's been. The Eagles back end of their defense, we know, can get got. Um, it's a concern. I do think this will be a close game. So the three and a half is a little more than I would like it to be. I wish it was only three or even two and a half, but it is what it is. Um, I still think Dallas wins. I think they need this badly. Um, Philly kind of needs it too, but I think Philly's just a little beat up. We, you said about Jalen Hurts. They've had just a rough stretch of games here. And Dallas getting extra rest and prep time coming off the Thursday game. Um, give me Dallas here. <laughs> I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. Give me the goddamn Cowboys. Oh, give me Cowboys minus nine and a half as well. I'm, yeah, I I think it's going to be literally a repeat of last week. I think the Cowboys are going to blow them out the gate. Um, They're coming off more rests. They are red hot right now. I've, I don't think I've ever seen the Cowboys like this, where they are, they got swagger right now. They're tax balling, dude. That man is a dangerous man right now, and I truly believe he's the MVP. I if I have if Virginia allowed us to pick MVPs for bet, I will put money on Dak. Dak is playing out his mind. So props to the man. He he's balling, and if he does beat the Eagles, he will be the front runner for MVP. I like that's what he's going to come out this week with, and the Eagles just like how Jalen's saying. They're a little predictable. I like. I, I think I said it last week in the podcast. I don't understand why Brian Johnson is getting head coaching talks. I don't think Brian Johnson is the. Re- it's it's Jalen Hurts that has to play Superman in order to get some of his bland calls out the way to even get a first down because you're throwing wide receiver screens one out of every three plays at the rate. Like it's un- it's unbelievable. Like what are you doing? It's it's a little bland. The Niners really kicked them in the mouth last week and exposed a lot of that. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to have the same energy coming into this in Jerry's world. This is not at the LinkedIn. It's Gimme Cowboys. I I love them here. All right, everyone on the Cowboys. That makes it – that brings us up to seven squad rides. Um, We'll recap them all at the end. All right, two more games. Monday, double night, Monday header. Monday, double header. And let's see if we can crank both of these in this last eight minutes and then do everything else on the last meeting. Um, I can't imagine that this is what the NFL was hoping these games would be looking like when they scheduled this. I'll just say that. Titans at Dolphins is the first one. Uh, Dolphins are a 13 and a half point favorite. Um, and that is a big number. But, uh, you know what? Give me the Titans. That's a huge number. Uh, plus the 13 and a half. The Dolphins are right back. I already preemptively wrote our names in. <laughs> I don't. Yours right next to the Titans. I guessed it. Not right. going to oh, win. My goodness, they're awful. <laughs> they let me down last week in a game that it looked like they had for most <laughs> of the game, and then they blew it at the end. Um, 
the 13 and a half is just a massive number. So I think they can lose by maybe 10. Will Levis get some garbage time TDs to cover. Miami's going to win. They're much better. Obviously, that's why the line's this ridiculous. But I'll take I'll take the 13 and a half points. Uh, Mike McDaniels, Colby. He's going to cook you all up. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 13 and a half is a big line. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But it's very small when you're talking about the, the Miami Dolphins. I'm pretty sure they covered their, their big spreads most of the time. Maybe one game they haven't. And Christian will be able to tell you this as he's picked them most of the every time they had these big spreads. I am taking the Dolphins, not making that mistake. And not, let me remind you, Colby, this is the same Dolphins team that hung 70 points in a football game, more than 70 points yeah, in a football game. So give me the Dolphins. I don't mind the line when it comes to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jalen said it correct, but he missed the one key thing. Oh. The Dolphins with big spreads against awful teams. With awful teams, they are lights out, best team in the NFL. Against good teams, that's a different discussion. The Tennessee Titans, if you didn't realize, are a bad team. Give me the Dolphins to womp them. What are we talking about? In Miami, too, as well. Like, it's my own, I don't know. Kobe <laughs> <laughs> just loves Brable, man. I, I swear, you need to grow a mustache like him. Brable gets fired this offseason. Like, and I, I think I'm stunned that, if he gets fired. You should get a mustache if he gets fired this season. I could agree to that. Um, okay, that's I mean, a <laughs> fair point. All right. Last one. My guy. The kid. Back like you know. guy. Okay. I remember that. Right, right now. No one's hotter right now than Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. And their reward for that big win against uh, the uh, Chiefs is that they get to face Tommy DeVito and the Giants in New York. Good hell. This is getting even worse. Um, just laughing at this point. The Packers are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I mean, you already know where I'm going. Uh, so, is anyone taking the Giants? Gabagoo. <laughs> I'm taking the Giants, baby. Give me that gabagoo. Give me that gabagoo. The Giants are off the bye. You got Tommy DeVito. He had a week to work with Dable, man. That means Dable, no, no pressures of the game on Sunday. You know, you're not going all the way out, getting your teeth kicked in by the Raiders who just got a new coach. Nah, you got yourself some, some time to finally get that gobble ghoul together, make yourself a nice palm, and maybe even go down, catch yourself a right and walk it in. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. So uh, give me the Giants. Six and a half goal be against the scrub. Come on, give me the Giants. Disrespect. Got me fucked up, Colby. Okay, Christian, you go, but I'm going to pull up uh, the numbers of this alleged scrub uh, for you here in a second. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'll pull up some Tommy DeVito numbers. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, yeah, you do that. Before, before I go into that, um, did, did the Patriots re-sign Tom Brady? Um, because. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. What's going on right now? Mike Tomlin is, you know, he pisses his pants every time he's a favorite. That's what's going on right now. That Patrick Peterson that got burned? Probably. He's old. But yeah, Bailey Zappi is cooking. This is just ridiculous. Rudolph's got They got to put Rudolph in. That's our only hope. Zappi hour, baby. Um, with this, even though I'm not back on the Jordan Love train yet, 
I'm not taking the Giants with a 70-foot pole. <laughs> I don't care about no stupid gobble gold dude. <laughs> like, like, where do we even start? Like, does does he even does he's he's just there? <laughs> and, and the Giants, like, they're so bad right now that they have to centralize against a character of like Tommy the Bull. Hey, he's a local grown kid, man. Slinging the ball for New York. Oh, I mean, give me the Packers. I'm not. It's not worth diving into this game. Jordan, yeah, uh, alleged scrub Jordan Love has uh, completed 61 percent of his throws, almost to 3,000 yards already. 22 touchdowns, 10 picks, 90 QBR. So he's not like the best quarterback in the league, but he's definitely well above average. Uh, How many picks? Ten. Ten picks? How many touchdowns? Twenty-two. Twenty-two? Dang. Ten for twenty-two. That's incredible. Touchdowns, uh, for for reference. So, I would take, uh, I mean, I would swap him for Jordan Love in half a second. Um, Look, Mr. Gabagool over here had four games started, threw seven touchdowns in those games. Your guy can never do that. Uh, Okay, uh, Jordan Love in the last three games has thrown eight touchdowns and no picks. So there you go. Oh, that is a tough stat to argue. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that was just actually wrong what you said, but that's okay. <laughs> I have to try. I have to try. I mean, for God's sakes, it's the fucking Packers. I'm not picking them. <laughs> not you know what? At least we kept the squad lines down to seven. All right, that is your week 14 slate. We'll get to the good stuff in one sec. All right, that's the week 14 slate. Now here we go to the good to the what everyone's waiting for. Christian, start us off with the do list. Tough week last week after after we won the week before. Tough week, but we're back at it. We bounce back. So one one win gets me sanity for at least three to four weeks. So <laughs> okay. we move on. So this week I got a spicy one. This one's high odds. This one's not a play safe one. We're not playing safe. Okay. Yes, this is what I've been waiting for. See, there you go. What a duck. That was a nice throw, yeah. And the over stat. The, the over is already just hit. I mean, they the already under- hit the over in the first half. Understood. Understood. <laughs> um, that's wild. That is, that's wild to, hit, to say. Yeah, I did not see this coming. Um, okay. So this. We start out safe. I think Bijan will get in the end zone. I mean, we'll get the Falcons back on track. Good competitive matchup that this is, should be. Um. So, give me Bijan. And then we move into the 4 o'clock games. And we have two QBs. Ooh, interesting. First one, I hinted at earlier, they're due. And give me, give me the pastor not, man. Give me <laughs> Dobbs. Dobbs going to find his mojo back, and he's going to freaking run one. And he's plus 240. I will still take that as a straight. I think the man is due heavily to just run one crazy run. And uh, he might get two, honestly. And then we go to the matchup of the week, as I always tend to have a pick in the matchup of the week because there's just higher chances of something being happened there. And I think the but- the button masher goes a little bit crazy. Give me Josh Allen anytime touchdown. Um, so I think he he tries to put on the show because backs against the wall. So Bijan, Dobbs, 
Josh Allen. That gets you to a plus seventeen hundred. So not playing safe with this one, boys. This one's a this one's a doozy one. Like that. All right, plus seventeen hundred. That's a good one. All right, I'm intrigued. All right, Jalen. The draft. Are we just going by the order? Christian, any thoughts on Kittle? Kittle, Kittle. I mean, that was the first time I've ever had Kittle on the list, so he doesn't go in the back block list. Okay, and Kelsey is just your—he's uh, your guy. Kelsey, so I know Kelsey, it's going to be Kelsey's hard to argue that. Yeah, Kelsey's on the Mount Rushmore. I can never yeah. put him on the black list. <laughs> all right, just wanted to tell the people how the black list is looking right now. Oh. That's all. No, it's no. uh no additions this week. No, no additions. No, and even with this one, there would be any. If anyone misses this week, they're not a risk to be in this because I haven't really picked them. That is true. None of these guys, all these guys are brand new. I have not heard, or besides Bijan. Bijan's been got, on here probably, early. Is this the first time you've ever had two quarterbacks on here? Yes. Yeah. I, I keep track, folks. Trust me. I, I, this is one of my favorite <laughs> segments. I keep track of them. Um, yeah, this is this is a good one. This is what I've been waiting for, Christian. I, I love these high rolling high rolling lists. That's that what I've been waiting to, for. I used to hit a lot of these high roller ones. Exactly. I, I, this is how we get the people going. <laughs> Anyways, now that we got going, it's time for the next segment, which is just as electrifying. It's time for our locks, guys. I mean, as always, we got our upsets and statement games. Um, Colby, you even said it yourself. You wanted to go last on some of these, but this time I'll let you go first. And then we'll follow the same order. Has been changed though for the locks, actually. Yeah, Christian, you'll be going last for your locks. Colby will be second. I'll be first because I'm in last place. Okay. Um, all right. Upset time. Colby, what do you got? All right, upset. I gotta say, I didn't like a ton of dogs this week. Um, so that's kind of gonna make this tough. Um I mean, it feels almost like a cop out because it's barely an upset, but give me technically it still is. So give me Baker in the box. My upset. They are two and a half point dogs. Baker and the Bucks. All right, Christian, I'll let you go second since you'll be going last. <laughs> a lot of these don't really have big upsets, vibes, or spreads. So give me give me the Colts considered an upset, I guess. <laughs> like Bastard. There really isn't anything to, to pick. <laughs> Dirty man, you know that? that, was, uh, only, that was not a lot of big lines, and the only big lines, I don't see the dog having a chance. <laughs> you, your Titans? You you gave up on your Titans? Not I think they're going to cover. There's no way in hell they're going to win. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Um. All right, upset alert. Here we go, folks. I actually got a couple here that I can choose from. Christian took my Colts. Which would have been a cheeky one to go off of. Anyways, it's only one and a half. But it's technically an upset. Don't let the people fool you. Whew. Colby took the Broncos. I'm surprised he didn't do that. That would have been a good upset one if you asked me. So then I could have taken the Bucks. And you're going to make your quartering me into a wall, guys, between the Seahawks and Giants. And I'm not going for either one. I'm going for the Bears. Give me the Bears as my upset against the Lions. At Chicago, and my law, my uh, statement game. Oh, this is man! I really got my. I should not go last. I should have gone second. Um, statement game. Give me. 
dude. Give me the Bucks, saying they're still alive in this thing. Give me the Bucks. I'll go. I'll go. Or some my Turner's ears. No, you're right. It's yours. Yeah, you're right. I'll go. I'll go head to head to view and Jalen statement games. Give me the Falcons to take the. <laughs> oh. True playoff team battle. Give me Dallas for my statement game. Statement that they've got a real shot in the NFC this year, and that it's not going to end in the second round like it always does. That's even spicier. That's a good. That's probably the best one out of all of us, Colby. Not going to lie. All right, here we go. Like, like, just like the Cowboys quarterback. Here we go. Let's get has, it. Always, has that always been his cadence, or has that been something that we just now? That's new. That's the season. Yeah. I was that like, I feel season. like we would have noticed this a while ago. Okay. I would have noticed it because uh, Cam Newton used to do it. That was Cam Newton's old cadence. He used to go ready, set, go, and everything. He never said hike. He would always go. So. Yeah, I, I actually liked Cam Newton. That was one of the things I actually did like Cam Newton for. He was a little different on that. All right, one of my locks. Give me the give me the Ravens. <laughs> give me the Ravens. I'm taking them right off the road. Uh, give me the Ravens. That was going to be my first pick, too. Ravens against an NFC team. Golly. Okay, let me jot that down. Ravens minus seven and a half for Jalen. Um, it's a big spread, but I'll take it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's other good – there's lots of value on the board. Okay. Um, let me see here. Give me you took Christian's team. I'll take your team. Give me the Vikings. <laughs> Give me the Vikings minus three over the Raiders. Love it. I was gonna try the Homer method, I'm not gonna lie. Wow, we got a really ugly bunch to pick from of locks. Oh, it looks like we uh, might have stumbled him. Might have stumbled the front runner for once, Colby. <laughs> Um, no, you didn't because I'll be taking the Cowboys minus three and a half as my first lock, and then I'll be taking the Packers minus six and a half as my second lock. <laughs> oh, the Packers! Oh, He's back. He's oh. back. Oh no! He's back on the train, baby. All right, Packers minus six and a half. I swear to God, dude! I swear to God, if this man. Snaps the streak if he's responsible for snapping the streak. If, if they they become my Colby's Bears, if the somehow the Packers <laughs> somehow they get on my lock and they again screw it up. Yeah, man, this would be that would be iconic if we got a new one. All right, um, that's funny. All right, they burned me last week, but I'm going to double down again. Give me the Browns, minus three. This feels – I feel sick to my He's stomach. Of the lot. It's CJ, like, back-to-back, I'm doing it again. Fool me once, shame. Sh- sh- shame on me. But, cool. but fool me shame. can't fool it again. Yeah. Or whatever George Bush said. Give me the Browns, minus three. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to take this before he even thinks about it. Give me the Dolphins over the Titans, 13 and a half. I'm so glad that fell to me. I'm so glad that came to me. I was hoping that would come right back around. I thought you would take it in your back-to-back. But I'll take the Dolphins. And you know what, folks? Sure, I might be 2-1 and one every, other, every week. Might be my best one ever. But this time, I believe. And I'm going to go with the hype that we just created here, folks. 
Give me the Gabagool. Give me the Giants to oh, cover six and a half. Really? Give me the Giants six and a half. Hey, and I, I'm closing like my book. I don't even care last place, give, me, give me Giants six For and a half. For things like this. <laughs> we'll see. Watch. This is this is how we come back on Tuesday and I'm feeling like I'm on right. fire. But you might be right. I doubt it, though. It's the only one I need right, honestly, out of all my locks. <laughs> this is the hey, one. I'm going to get a dog in here. I'm going back and forth, but the Vegas trap makes me too nervous to do the Broncos. So I'll take the Bucks plus two and a half as my last lock. Double down. Uh, <laughs> so wait, you guys already made all your picks? Yeah, this, yep, all- this is it. The last moment. Well, we know we know the good old recipe when it comes to Christian, and that is what it is. We're going back to the big spreads, and we're going back to the dominant teams. Give me the Niners minus 10 and a half. I started writing that before you even said Niners. <laughs> that statement. <laughs> that is your week 14 picks. I got the Vikings and the Browns, both minus three, Bucks plus two and a half. Jalen's on the Ravens minus seven and a half, Dolphins minus 13 and a half, and the Giants plus six and a half. Christian's got the Cowboys Ooh. minus three and a half, Packers minus six and a half, Niners minus 10 and a half. We also have seven squad picks. We're on the Ravens, Saints, Colts, Browns, Texans, Vikings, and Cowboys. He's about to get two more pushes again on his record. <laughs> if the, if the, also, sidebar, if the Browns burn me again, I'm not picking them ever again for a lock. I'm done. If they burn me two weeks in a row. If they yeah, burn me against CJ Beathard, come on. I'll say the same thing right now for the Packers. I will not pick them again for the rest of the season. I, I'm giving them one shot right now. <laughs> no. Uh, if I were to say the same thing, uh, it would probably be probably be these Giants. This is the only time I would probably ever pick the Giants. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a uh, – I'm hoping that honestly, what I just came up with actually is I'm hoping they get a new addition to the Jalen's random QB club. That's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, okay. You have to make like a, a graphic or at some point, not a graphic, but like you, you know, oh, you, I can make a graphic. That's a good idea. All hanging out in a bar in there. Nick Mullins, CJ or not CJ Beathard, Nick Mullins, Ellinger. Um, um, who else? Um, you're Gardner. forgetting him already. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Gardner. Gardner's like the only one yeah, that's you gotta forget club. can't forget Gardner. Gardner's the king of the club. Yep. The star. Oh, um, Heineke, who's the second best one, probably. Um, there's one or two others I'm forgetting. Uh Tebow, if you want to put in a class. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Tebow's on. There. <laughs> Even though he hasn't played in the league Tebow in over time. a decade. <laughs> I love me some Tebow time. He's probably the bartender in this. Uh, yeah, in this there you go. He's the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Love me some Tebow time. I won't lie. That was electric. Growing up in Colorado, that shit was electric. So. I don't know. If, does Calamon even count, or was that just. No, he didn't start enough yeah, games. Well, he did not play enough. Kelman was a phase. That one, yeah. that one is a pure phase. Well, who am I forgetting? Yeah, that was just hope. That was pure There's hope. There's definitely at least one more that I'm forgetting. Preseason quarterback we, that's playing football count, right now. Do we count Purdy? Because Jalen was pretty early on Purdy. No, Purdy's different. And he doesn't want to give me that. He's actually doing good. <laughs> Purdy's too good. Um, it's Aiden O'Connell. You're forgetting. Oh, okay. Aiden O'Connell. I was big on Aiden O'Connell. You forgot. I was big on Aiden O'Connell, and technically, I was big on Desmond Ritter as well. I was. I'm not gonna kill. I'm not gonna count Desmond Ritter because I was also on that at one time. 
Aiden O'Connell's probably the second best one after Minshew, I would say. Him or Heineke. I like me some underdog quarterbacks, man. It's always fun to find some gems. Like I said, he was a gem. Ellinger is the worst. Ellinger is yeah. well, well, that was biased. That was a little more biased. Oh, uh, according to someone in our chat who forgot that I was a Texas fan, um, yeah, I'm a Texas fan. That's why I'm a little biased, and I had some hope that Sam <laughs> Ellinger can sling it in the in the NFL. No, he cannot. No, he cannot. Not when Frank Reich's the coach, at least. Um, so... Yeah, I, I would say uh, I would say we're doing pretty good on our unknown quarterback or our random QBs wow. list. I love it. It's uh, okay. So it is now time, folks. Do we have anything to say about these uh, this football game slate? One last final thing to say. I said thing, not the not the keyword that we usually go on here. Oh, man, I'm no. Good. All right, cool. Because I would love for us to no longer talk about the NFL. Let's talk about some things. That are happening outside the world of the NFL. And it's time for our final thoughts. Christian, go ahead and start us off, man. Yeah, sure thing. Um, James Madison hired our head coach today. We have the college version of Sean McVay. Um, the guy has great hair. One day, Coach Chesney, if you're listening to this, if you could let us know what conditioner you're using or whatever hair products you're using, it's just great, man. Like, great hair means you're a winner. So I appreciate that. You're going to come into the culture. You're going to come in loved, prepared. It's exciting times. It's back. It was it was weird for Jamie, Twitter, and social media to be really disappointed for the past, like, week and a half. Um, it was, uh, yeah, we haven't been in this situation in quite a bit. So it was it was a change of pace. But we're back. We're freaking back, Jamie. All, and we're going to take on the Armed Forces Bowl. We're going to smack down some Air Force, baby. Let's get our first, first bowl win. Uh, but, yeah, excited for that. Yeah, that's a beautiful final thought. I mean, I, I've heard the reports that say that he's just handsome. I mean, goodness. I I saw a report where he literally said that he told, like, two of his players to get into a fight for a reason and just to see who, who would back them up. <laughs> and you're doing that at a school called Holy Cross. That's uh, yeah, that's, a good that's the first. Thing. <laughs> that's an interesting he had, coach. He has... I saw him rocking shades on our uh, Instagram. They got him rocking shades. I'm like, he's already rocking purple in the shade, so it's an easy transition for the guy. He's, um, he's as well had a hose and started putting it on his kicker, so his kicker can get used to rainy conditions. Like the football guy, man. This is a football guy. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I wonder how – I can't wait to see how he recruits um, and everything because Jamie is just also a football university. I mean, everything stems from that and uh, it goes into our basketball program, as we can see right now. All right, Colby, what do you got for us? All right, final thought. I'm going to go back to something we touched on briefly at the beginning. But uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I said if it was any NFL talk, you had to get it out before final thoughts. Yeah, it's not. An, it's not an NFL thought. Oh, oh, oh! The very oh, sorry, beginning. Sorry. Very beginning. Oh, very beginning. Briefly, it was just an offhand mention. Tyrese Halliburton, my guy. He has. Uh, they, as we mentioned, beat Milwaukee. They're going to the in-season tournament final. It's been great for him to get some national exposure because the Pacers never get to be on national TV. I mean, he's just ridiculous. He is. Uh, I'm glad that he is ascending to the national spotlight. As I've said before, he is like if someone – he's just like created the perfect point guard in a lab, it would be him. He is unreal. He was dominant again. Milwaukee had no answers for him uh, tonight. 
he's unbelievable. The Pacers are a fun watch, uh, even though they don't guard. They're an excellent team offensively, and they're so fun to watch. And he's just unreal. So I just got to shout out my guy Tyrese Halliburton. I'm glad he's starting to get the national recognition he deserves. And I'm glad that you said that because um, he has only two primetime games, both coming and stemming from this in-season tournament. So it is uh, it is true that this is big for him. And he's been talking his talk, and he's been showing out. It's been pretty hype to watch Halliburton. Um, all right. My final, final, final thought here, folks. Oh, boy. It can go many ways, but it's definitely going to go to the world of baseball. And sadly, I am heartbroken and disgusted for what I'm about to say. The goddamn Yankees. Went and got Juan Soto and Trent Grisham, but mostly Juan Soto and Alex Verdugo. I mean, goodness gracious, everyone thought that they would just toss Verdugo for the one for Juan Soto, but no, cut both of them. It's disgusting. They're trying to keep up with the O's. I mean, you have to keep up with all that youth and throwing in a superstar like Soto. I hate to see it because now I'm going to be rooting against him. That's the main reason why I don't like it. It could be some good stuff, but I would just like to say the O's have been putting up some great stuff, just like how I think we have done today on this show. That was terrific. 